Brothers, the Six of Cups, happens to be the round table. We have a fine group of people come together, and uh, there's very fine people on all sides of the table. <laughs> it's a round table. So, um, having uh, with us Jerry and Joey tonight. We got JJ tonight. Jerry and Joey uh, happen to have an affinity for JJs, if you haven't uh, noticed. Dear listener, if this is your first time, welcome to the show. This is a show overall about art, spirituality, and healing. And this uh, that's the Six of Swords, which is a one-on-one. We have a Discord that we use, so you, if you want to get onto that, you can email me at occultfangmail or at uh, go over to Twitter and get on through there by uh, getting me at occultfan at Twitter. I'm the same thing over there. And uh, we're working on uh, moving over to some more private emails and more betterer things overall. But uh, for now, that's what we got for the social for the show. So join up over there. Uh, just ask me for an invite to the Discord for the Six of Swords. But uh, this show is overall about art, spirituality, healing. We get into uh, different kinds of art. Psychedelic is always welcome, says Neptune suddenly. But uh, yeah, you know, we get into... Uh, we started off talking about different TV shows and independent TV shows that were... Uh, about the occult and stuff like that, and we branched off into talking about, of course, a fear inoculum, and we're going to talk about that a bit tonight, and that's a perennial topic, is tools music on this show, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, you name it, Kate Bush, Todd Rundgren, all the great stuff like that, The Doors even, Jimi Hendrix, right, so that's enough, and we got about uh, a little bit into a uh, little bit into the fear inoculum, a little bit into the fringe, a little bit into the uh, invisibles this evening, so uh, that we spoke, it was a great conversation, um, just uh, wine-ranging, very useful in the sense that it exposes you to people who have used active sigils and hyper-sigils uh, in their lives and how they have manifested in their own reality and how you can do the same in yours. It's multi-pronged. Our pleasurable conversation is about how we enjoy these things. It's also about the actual practical magic that you can use. And it's also the actual, uh, I guess you would say, historical proof that others are uh, in where you have been so not only can you do the magic but you have to orientate yourself so that's what I'm trying to say there's a kind of split there but it's also that it's entertaining so there's the fun part <laughs> you got to be able to uh, keep uh, questioning I guess like even in this moment right I'm very vigilant uh, with my perceptions and <laughs> my obvious lack of uh, you know how much I can be at in the future but I'm also uh, very, uh, I'm okay with where I'm at right now. It was a hell of an introduction to this show. It's a continual reminder that we are doing the uh, ever-present work, even in this present moment, and you can choose to reset yourself. So that's a, that's a psychic tool that we have at our hands. <laughs> but I'm not resetting. I'm simply saying that uh, I'm going to speak a little bit at the top here. So uh, settle in just for a minute. You know how we do. And if you like this show, if you get out of it time or value, and you know you get the value, you know you get the time and the, uh, you put it, turn that into a number. Turn that into the value you get and send that our way. It's the uh, value for value. And uh, in this case, we have the role-playing game, value for value role-playing game. So it's a value for value model pioneered by No Agenda. I have to give a shout-out to the Podfathers and uh, Mofax as well, as well as to, well, Jerry's on this one, so I don't have to give a, sh- give a shout-out to Nishnish and Miguel. I uh, like to give credit to my, uh, you'll notice I give credit to my ancestors. Those are my three or four ancestors there. Even though Mo's about my age, he's a Sagittarius. I cannot wait to talk with him and get to know him better. It's, uh, I love Sagittarian energy. It's a real, uh, it's a real thing, bro. 
Um, here's something interesting, and you'll hear this more as we go forward. Uh, speaking of no agenda, um, and I, I, I cut out this entire cool story from this uh, from this episode. I'll have to say this. I'll tell you that story. It wasn't the right time for it. And I was uh, interrupting Joey when he was speaking anyways. Rude of me. But um, the point was is that uh, my parents have the same birthdays, basically. You know, everyone jokes about Adam and John being mom and dad, and they don't like it when mom and dad's fighting. That's <laughs> yeah, fucking funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, there is the explicit button. And by the way, this is the 84th episode, so Orwellian mentions at the top. And it's funny how my last episode was about uh, Orwellian things like that. It's like, all right, well, just mention on the 84th, and there, that takes care of that. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I um, I have the uh, I have the I've had the pleasure of uh, realizing that like okay, let's let's just draw out the, the 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 most recent one. I was doing John's chart to see what he was all about, and it turns out that his wife has a Lee in her name. I was like, what? You got to be kidding me! I spoke to Mimi uh, back in when we were setting up the original Boston meetups, and she's very. Very cool, very, just a really regular exchange. Hey, you guys should come to this. Oh, hey, we'll try to, oh, busy, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, whatever. You know, like, it was just um, that our paths have crossed, and that's a good thing to me. It shows that, like, well, there's a whole other thing with what I'm doing. Um, and if you're listening from, uh, and you're on the Aeon Byte uh, kind of side of things, and you heard me talking about uh, doing some of those group uh, intentions with the albums, we'll do that. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, um, I did some kind of, I do album uh rituals these were very interesting things uh the muse is deep and uh i'll talk about that another time if you prompt me to um meanwhile uh back to the idea that uh yeah mimi has a lee in her name and nathan lee and that's how about that okay this is another thing but john's uh son buzzkill jr born on the same birthday as nathan lee hi that's me of nathan lee and his deep state a cult fan six of swords uh all that do i do an invisible's reading group huh all right and also, um, what else do we have? So Adam's born, like, within days of my mom. Ah! I just drew the six of discs. Excellent. Adam's drawn. Drawn. Born. They drew him out. Ah, uh, you Adam's born on uh, a day very close to my mother, uh, within a week of my mother. And so there's your mom-mom combination right there, dude. It's just fucking, look at that. And then the combination of dad and Dvorak right there. Fucking silly. Uh, because my dad and Dvorak are born like a week apart, like less, like I think actually directly a week. So, anyways, I checked into Dvorak's uh, chat, and he's got a Leo Moon four degrees away from mine. If you're listening to this show, you should understand um, the astrology works with degrees and the placements uh, in the chat based on relevant frequencies that are determined by different um, interfering waveforms across the full spectrum. So, when you look inside and see where his moon is or anyone's moon, my moon, your moon, the moon in the sky is going to funnel into you your internal circumstances. That's the mechanism by which your internality is uh, enmeshed with the solar, uh, the, 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 excuse me, um, stellaric aspects of the creation. Right, so that's about what it is. So like, uh, if you're born on, like, say, 829, uh, like my better half is, and I'm born on like September 22nd, you know, it's like, oh, she's at the end of August and I'm at the end of September, you know, but she's a Virgo and I'm a Libra, these things like that, you know, you got to look into and see. So John's moon, that's your sun though. That's the external. I'm born in the equinox, right? Uh, John's moon is the same as my moon 
His is four degrees before mine. Mine's four degrees after his, giving us both the same because that's between 20 degrees and 29 degrees, right? If you go 0, 0 to zero, 09, 10 to 19, and then 0, 0 of the 20 accord to the 29, you just keep doing that over and over again. But those are the triplicates by which you can tripartite the zodiac, which is the real month. Now, I'm not going to get into the sidereal and tropical because I get my ass kicked knowledge-wise. I'm not going to fucking lie. But that's what makes me charming, right? Because I'm fucking telling you where I'm at. And I'm only going to be able to help you if I'm real. So let me keep me keep myself real. I'm going to end the show in a quick second. But uh, yeah, if you're born on those times like that, then, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you got to pay attention to the waveforms. That's the sun's waveform telling you that. But then the moon's going to be at a different position, as we know. So, you know, when the moon gets full, the moon's in a 180 position, getting the full rain of the sun's rain. Oh, bam, bam, bam. Moon conjuncts the sun is going to be a new moon where you can't see shit. Right? You're the house your position in the sky. Now, keep in mind that the Earth is always 180 degrees away from the sun as far as glyphs go on a certain uh, astrological program I use called Ephemeris. And that's a deep truth right there. If the Earth is always 180 degrees and the Chinese and their capitalistic systems, according to certain books that I've been reading lately in the occult, talk about how the Chinese, and this is well known, used the Earth as the center of the solar system for part of their cosmogony, but then the sun as the center for the Taoist aspect. I'd have to reread it again, but that'll be coming down the pipeline too. A lot of knowledge on this show. Hopefully it's useful to you. We're going to try to bring you some information about what hypersigils are this evening, how you can use them. Don't forget later in November uh, 2021, coming up a couple of months from now, we're still doing the Invisibles now, but you can sign up for the next Invisibles reading group. And God damn, do I not speak as fast as the Micro Machine Man. Blah, 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 blah. All right, guys. Uh, hope you got all that. If you want to donate, you go to occultfan.com, hit the donate button. I'm getting better at just putting this together. <laughs> I think I mentioned the donate back there, and that's coming back around. But uh, that's how it is. So uh, donate at occultfan.com. And uh, let's get into the Six of Cups. Thank you for listening. Donate at occultfan.com. Hey, welcome back to the Six of Cups. This is the Pleasurable Roundtable show that is an offshoot of the flagship Six of Swords. These are tarot cards, all successful, all good material gain upwards. That's the Six of Discs. And the same thing with the Six of Wands, which is the live show. You can join that, create a character. It's part of the Value for Value role-playing game that is pioneered through the Value for Value model. Shout out to No Agenda and Mofax for both being the pioneers of that. The show uses it because that allows us to not have any influences that we find icky or undue and it allows you to donate your time talent and treasure as it said whatever you do donate to the show of course goes back to other aforementioned shows and shout out to aeon bite and uh something called nox mente as well because those are the shows i always give shout outs to and they are those who are my mentors so that being said donate to the show if you like this one keep it going i'm an adult and all that jazz i have to support myself you go to www.occultfan.com hit the donate button or it's better if you go straight to the PayPal, enter a cult fan at Gmail. Uh, new things will be coming soon. Um, I realize that relying on Google and Gmail and things like that and not getting a personal email like ProtonMail and shit like that, it's just a bad idea in this day and age. So more emails, changes and stuff like that will be coming. But that's how the overhead of the show is. That's the things that you need to know. The final thing is you can plug into our Discord. While we're, I'm still on Twitter, you can find me at a cold fan of Twitter while I'm there. For now, we have a Discord for the Six of Swords. Use that. And also, I would be bereft of all sexiness if I didn't mention that all the work I put into my music, you can find my most recent and first professional album launches. It's a pair of EPs, the version American and Japanese version of A Bad Robot Daycare. 
So uh, we're going to spin off into saying hello to our guests finally, because I like to just get into the cool, fun, pleasurable roundtable combos. Tonight, we're going to be focusing on an FI of Fear Inoculum, also Fringe and Invisibles. And between those three topics, we'll have plenty to talk about. We have guests who know about each a little more than the other, but we'll have a great time hearing what they have to say and tying it into an overall useful message. Hopefully, it would make HPB proud. So without further ado, seniority and credence to one. Um, he's just about a year older than me or something. Jerry, hi. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks a lot, Nate. I love it when you're here. Uh, weird shit happens. And I, 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 I'm at least glad to know that I'm not like the only weirdest person in the room. <laughs> no, I'm pretty weird. And, you know, just being here gives me priapism. So <laughs> I have a few right now and we can't get into that. It's superfluous nipples, but penises. Yes. Oh, already the explicit button is hit on the sh- Jerry. Really? Thank you. you. You did it for me. Threw it right. On- uh, it's it's totally kid friendly right now. They don't know what the depends, is. depends on which. Uh, yeah, we can't make jokes about certain things right now and how kid friendly they are. Right. Sniff, sniff from back in the hair. Joey, how about that for an intro? Hi. What's <laughs> gotta, going on, everyone? Got to Got to love that introduction for yourself. You get to have a sniffing President Bo Jiden uh, reference right before your name. So hopefully that'll bring you some good luck somehow. Hopefully not sniffing good luck. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully good. I think that the number 13 is a good luck charm in certain uh, societies, like the number seven is in ours and the number eight is in Japan, for example. Uh, I think in China, 13 is lucky. That's right. They have a lot of people who pay a lot of money for different numbers in China. I think it's like 888 or maybe it's not. Uh, Joey, what do you know about Naki numbers? Let's start off the topic with that kind of thing and uh, see see if people are struck by that and see if it moves them and maybe they'll uh, get something that pops up that's useful in their life. What do you what do you say to that? Start us off, Joey. Because I wouldn't uh, be, I wouldn't be Mister Six if I didn't tell you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I don't. Know. I guess everyone probably has their own little numbers they were born with or found throughout their lives. I mean, I was born in, uh, not too uh, deep into it, but um, I don't know, you start watching for those numbers and you'll find them. Mm -hmm. You have a few eights in yours, don't you? I mean, you're like literally the eight baby almost. Yeah, I guess you could say that. It's a rare occurrence. Jerry, uh, would you say if someone was born on like 7777, that would be a rare occurrence? It's no rarer than any other day. You don't think so? 7777 no. is not rarer? Statistically, no. that's like the opposite of rare. It's not. No, it's not not rare. It's, it's only one day. <laughs> right, but every day is one day. <clears throat> Again, but when a signifier is placed upon it, that indicates the rarity. That's different. That, but that's That's completely subjective. But again, eight 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 is only one day, and Joey's only one Joey. I don't see any other Joey's in this chat. Yeah, but how many people were born that day in the whole world? Not Joey, not Joey. <laughs> I'm just saying that there's no significance to it except what you. This is what's interesting about Jerry is like he's so weird and out there and smart, and then you like give him something, he's like, but this, and I'm like, uh... <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, it is all about personal significance, though, yeah. too. I'm glad you said that because that's what ultimately if we're you let's just dive into this. That's what good and evil ultimately is, is one person submit, right? Is that what exactly. you exactly that's I would say the exact same thing. 
The thing about dates is if you want to place significance on it, you have to realize that that date is a construct that isn't actually the real date because a Gregorian calendar was introduced and overrode the old calendar. So who knows what the real date is? It's just, you know, an Good question. Number. Can I ask you, is there an infinite amount or could there only be like seven functional calendars? You know what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm asking? How many could there be an infinite or is there still a finite, but there's more than what we use? There's no calendar. There's one we've, you know, okay. overlaid on our reality so we can comprehend time in a much more easy way, in a much easier way. Okay. You know, year zero AD, whatever BC, whatever they're calling it now, it doesn't mean anything to anyone except humans. And it doesn't really signify anything. It's just a way for us to look back and say, at this point in the past, it doesn't really have any other significance than that. So you would you would then argue, or blah, 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 because fuck arguing, you would say that numbers don't have a life to them then? No. Okay. No, that's cool. So, but Joey. Dogs can't count. Whoa, that was a weird leap. I'm not going to even dignify that. Hold on. <laughs> Step, eat more food. Eat more for Joey's turn. Eat your food, Jerry. Um, oh, my God. That was weird to say, but it felt good. I don't want to do it again. Joey. Actually, I think there is. I think I've seen a YouTube video of a dog counting. Or oh, my God. Like it's counting. Counting or keeping track. Of, I mean, that's different. Hitting its paw six times is different from actually understanding what it is. That's a yeah. A, that could means. be a pattern of nervous activity equaling six flicks, be, right? We're trained to do it exactly, exactly. It's not the same as cogitating. Um, oh, Athenius Kirchner in um, fifteen sixty six, which is a one five six 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 year, uh, created a really cool term. So there would be a, like, let's use Jerry as the no, this shit doesn't exist side. And Joey, if you'll play the other man for this one, the numbers are alive guy. Would you be able to play that guy tonight? Sure. All right, cool. I'm, I'm the I'm the neutral Libra. Wait, Jerry, don't, hold uh, Jerry, hold on. I'm gonna finish the Athenius Kirchner thing just, first. Don't don't hold on, hold on, hold on. You can say it in a second. I gotta say this. Athenius Kirchner in fifteen sixty-six created a term and it's called arithmologia. And that's R-I-T-H-M-O-L-O-G-I-A. And that's something I've never heard of in my life, but it's basically the logic of the numbers themselves. But this argues that there is a living essence behind numbers themselves. And that would be what the Kabbalists say, of course. And what the fuck do I know? But that's uh, some people believe in some people don't. And that's what we'll go a little further here tonight. But, uh, Joey, what were you going to say? And then, Jerry? Uh, I must have forgot. I don't know. All right, Jerry, what were you, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, don't pigeonhole me as a naysayer. I mean, I'm not not saying numbers aren't significant i'm just saying that humans assign significance to them and Good to point. that end to that yeah. end i will say and you're that. saying and you're saying it's not always significant but it can be then sure and it's based on your realization of it not the number itself correct i think okay in a way numbers are sigils hmm. Hmm. okay so if you're thinking about a number pattern yep. you're you're imprinting that in yourself and mm -hmm. b I will say that numbers carry frequency. And you know what frequency is. So, I mean, numbers and math are the frequency that, that the universe is built on. Mm -hmm. So, in that way, they are significant. But as far as dates, no, I don't think it's significant. They matter. So, happy birthday to Jerry. <laughs> Next month. 
<laughs> it is. He's a he's a Pisces. Like I'm a Pisces rising. Scorpio moon. That's pretty hard to have sometimes. They say because it fixes you on certain things that you don't want to be fixed on. I guess is what the going thought is. Yeah. Is that true? For you? Yeah. No. Personally? No. We both have fixed moons. You and Nish, Nish and I. All three of us. She has the Leo like I do. You know this. Yep. We we won't fucking shut up about it. <laughs> That's like her. It's a Leo thing. No, I'm kidding. She's oh shit. Oh shit. She I, she's like she's like hold my cat. <laughs> <laughs> hold my veil. Her. Hold my veil. Oh my god. She she's um she is she is up there with JJ and Gigi uh, and any other girl that is super fly. I shouldn't say flat girl cuz I'm a fucking pup in the whole thing here. Anyways, so the point is, is that Joey, there is a, there, we're getting a kind of not, not yes, but not no. Do you think that there's any more to numbers than just what people make? Like, what if we didn't believe that that mattered and would it still matter without our belief? Like, I'm kind of taking it like to the other not, not side, but what do you think? My, is my puberty voice cracks. Uh, I mean, yeah, per, uh, personal significance is important, but I mean, Arguably, numbers, I mean, we assign them, but they're in reality already. You know, we're working through it and pulling them out. We can't be mature on the show. Um, no, you're right. <laughs> you're right. But um, at least it's not a visual show that people can still continue to maintain sanity to a certain degree. Um, yeah, man. I think that there's, I think I'm going to take it to the even other level then. Like, I, I think that it seems to me that I used to think that, like, I was totally with Jerry, like, you know, maybe, maybe. But like, the more I look at it, the more it seems that these things are like the Ryan Reynolds, kind of like the nines movie. It's like, these things are like, living breathing like jerry's right about the sigil as well it does things to your head to think of an eight it does a mental gymnastic it's a yoga it's a mantra for the brain like a sri rantra puzzle or one of those um when you look in an old maze and the celtic designs that looks like a brain itself i mean it's like you're supposed to trace it with your eyes and you can swing your pendulum of your breathing and your eyes back and forth to do weird shit to your own consciousness and it will take you to places because ostensibly the stars are a frequency and if you do things with this thing as a frequency at a certain time as a frequency all of those things will map together to maybe like level you up or some shit and that's the end of the show ladies and gentlemen we'll <laughs> no, I, you're right i agree i didn't know if you were done talking nah dude i'm just it's whoever wants to, i know and there's a slight delay on joey too which may i want like sometimes i want him to say what he wants to say if he has a chance so uh joey what do you think about all that crazy shit i just said Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's something to say about, um, um, cynicism, not cynicism, uh, skepticism. And I mean, if you scrutinize anything, it's going to fall apart. I mean, you can get it. I mean, there's people just keep picking at it. We need Alex DeSarkis on the show. Speaking of skeptical, gee, that would he's he's someone I would welcome talking to as a as a challenge for that reason. He would sharpen me, and I welcome that. He's an excellent interview. We had him on our show. It's great. Is it, yeah. Shows. yeah. Miguel and he had a wonderful conversation. They <laughs> Miguel does that though. He's oof. Anywho, yeah, you yeah. guys. I should. I we recommend had Miguel both. on our show too. Miguel's a great to talk to. Yes, he is. 
his uh his leg his intros are legendary to his show so i won't do i won't do swap casts i don't uh, this is an artistic project for me so like this is like you get it yeah jerry jerry's like no i see that no, I, uh, it's my own. It's a, uh, it's my own soul in a way. I'm a musician, artist, podcaster, and I, it used to be a radio show, but now we call it podcasting. So fuck it, whatever. Yeah, no, we just do the same. It's the same behavior with a different label. Fucking blue light special. Now it's the six six six. Anyways, and no commercials. And no commercials. Well, that's what's good too, man. Because like when I have these, I'm actually. The more I go forward, the more I realize, like, how much time is there to listen to certain things and stuff like that? Obviously, I want to deliver as much potency and pungency as I possibly can. It's whatever it is. I'm a freaking I'm a freaking freak of nature in my own right. So whatever I have, it's only going to be found here. I might as well capitalize on that and make it something special or for my own self, because now it's valuable, not just freakish. Joey. We read the Invisibles, and we've had the Invisibles group for about uh, a year and a half now. What's um, what's something that you've gotten out of being part of that kind of thing that like just you didn't expect? And tell me if it's good or bad. If it's bad, kick me in the balls with this. I need to learn. But if it's good, <laughs> don't kick me definitely, in the balls. Definitely good. Uh, I think the uh, the most interesting part is just how quickly um, people's uh, divine feedback or syn synchronicity start to flow together i mean that ha probably happens getting together in a group in general but uh yeah it's pretty especially last year some of the dream stuff we had yeah go ahead jerry thank you jerry uh, i was gonna say um you know i'm aware of the invisibles and what it is and grant morrison's story around it being a hyper sigil and all that and i was going to ask does uh do you think that <clears throat> that the work has been imbued with a certain quality that enables what's going on in that invisibles group. Yeah. I mean, off the bat, um, without a doubt, I think it's like um, an accelerant. I think it's like a, a, a times tensor or a, a cube on the end of an equation, you know, I, I put a little top three up there, you know, a cubing. How about a harmonizer gets you guys all on the same wavelength? Well, I mean, like, that's what we're doing even with this show right now. Sure. But I mean, it's a little more than that, I'd say. Yeah, this okay. show's not doing what the Invisibles itself does. I guarantee that. <laughs> it's not that good. It's not that good. And I'm not, who, who the fuck would I be to say that I'm better than I am? That's the shittiest thing to do. Well, it's a completely different thing. I mean, you're not imagining and creating a world in your head that you then put on paper. Yeah, whatever purple elephant. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go ahead. Wow, I was all. I'm just like, well, that's kind of actually what we do with this. The 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 six of wands is actually literally an extension. So this show kind of does do that a little bit. But it's not on par with the invisibles. It's not. A, it's oh, not it's a... not yet. Thanks, ass. Thank you for kicking me while I'm down. Oh my god, don't be a dick. Uh, I'll be a dick all night. I love you though. <laughs> I love you even more. Oh no, God, this is getting heated. JJ's going to be like, mm. so. Anyways, no, I feel like um like fringe is something that we can bring to the table tonight to talk about. Cause I was using, I like to use topics like fear inoculum fringe and invisibles so we can bounce off of it. Joey might have more to say about invisibles, but I can tell that Jerry's going to have a lot more to say about the fringe aspect. So that'll be good. Let's start off with that. How, how the hell? So we got show me's, we got show me's in fringe and I'm bringing that up because of a pretty obvious reason. If you're reading the wind, show me's. 
infringe those are the cards that they use to identify remember in <clears throat> go ahead no 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 you're right so in every episode it before before and after the commercial break they'd show an icon or an image or a sigil whatever you want to call it and there were five of them per episode and each one spelled out a word they had an alphabet behind them and that word defined the theme of the show that's true that's just an easter egg though that's true. It's a good thing to lead with. Um, that's something that they did uh, before, like the sprint stuff, before they associated with sprint and started hawking their wares yeah. on the show. Uh, that was that's another sigil, of course, getting people's, you know, corporations into your shit. And he would grant Morrison in the invisibles like has upside down. He does like anti sigils for their mm -hmm. stuff, too, which is fun to look at because it feels good. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, no, I'll tell you. I'll, no, but to your point, they do spell things out with a little dot. They use a cryptogram, I think you would call it. They have a different leaf, like of an apple with two little fetus babies inside for the seeds. Yeah, the seahorse was the another one. There was an apple. Yes, that's what you said. I forget. I forgot what they all were. There was a leaf. Twenty. Ah, oh, fuck, dude. I I have not painted that. I'm still just hand, looking. Hand with six fingers. So that's a whole Gravity Falls thing, too. My friend has, my anonymous friend has, was born with six fingers. All the men in his family were, but they... It was, an, it was a Nephilim thing. They have six fingers. Some Nephilim have six. Some Nephilim are doing different things. Gigi Young is teaching me about the Nephilim in a different way that I understood. And uh, did, he, did he get approached by uh, special ops or anything? I heard they go <laughs> after six No, just Bigfoot. <laughs> That makes sense, Jerry. Uh, that makes all the tragic sense in the world. Poor Bigfoot. That's why we don't see him. He's on the run from the fits. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the was it Denver? I just read this yesterday. Denver, somewhere in Colorado, just started selling Bigfoot hunting licenses. Oh no, you got to be kidding me! Not kidding. Reality jumped the shark, bro. Oh yeah. That was it right there. They just that was the great divide between that and that. Nelson Mandela is going to be the first to bag a Bigfoot. Yes. He'll come back from the dead. It'll be a masterful. He Mandela was Elvis. Effect. He was Elvis. Okay. That's true. He was both Elvis, Bill Hicks, and Tupac. I swear to God, this is true. This is real facts, people. And Morgan Freeman. Oh my no, Morgan Freeman is God. There's no no slanderer. You are they have they are sending lycanologists, lycanologists after you. Those are like so the thing about fringe for people yeah. who don't know, it was a five season show. Um, true. It was planned to be five seasons. It would have pre they had written out all the season the storylines. Babylon five was that way, sir. No, fringe. No, no, I'm asking you though, but didn't they also do that with like Babylon 5? Dr. Joseph Farrell talked about that. Go ahead. I never saw never saw that. Fair. Um these are just facts I'm bringing up that we can dig into. JJ Abrams produced that, wrote the first couple episodes. Um there was it was really MK Ultra heavy in the first season. Um yeah, we could talk about how that's actually the real space program. Oh, absolutely it is. You got it. You got it. You got it. See, that's what I love about you, dude. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Let's No, because because like we you're like a cynical version of me, and I'm a dickish version of you. <laughs> but where's Joey? I Let's. Be, jo I can't be a dick. Don't. don't no, you're a, you're a huge dick. <laughs> you're the Eiffel Tower of. Okay, Joey, jo save us from both stroking our mutual egos here. No, you're gonna let this happen. How can? How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, I only seen like the first couple episodes of Fringe, but yes. um, what you're saying about the symbols that are in there. <laughs> 
you know, and tying it back through the invisibles. I mean, I think part of, I think that has some sort of air of hyper sigil, you know, it's like, yep. you could say that it's hyper sigilizing the fringe. I mean, Grant Morrison had stuff like that. And then the first, the first panel kind of lays out a little sigil inside the book, but uh, Grant Morrison also had his intermingling of his own life with it too. So this is that part where I told you I interrupted Joey. <laughs> it's 33 minutes and three seconds and all that jazz where it was. So we're actually going to uh, let Joey finish in a second. But uh, I want to say thank you to those who have donated. Go over to either PayPal and enter occultfan at Gmail into your destination and enter that way. Just throw a note in. If it's a short note, put it in the body. But um, please make sure anything besides that is uh, a email attachment in there. You say just like, Hey, see this, you know, whatever email you're going to send the note in, and I'll make sure that I see that, and that'll be great. So, uh, without further ado, you can uh, donate at occultfan.com or use the PayPal direct. Occultfan.com has the donate thing where they chip off some extra on it. So, <laughs> if you want to donate a little extra, uh, you just instantly just go over to PayPal and into your uh, info like that. We have the Discord. Get on the Discord if you like this show and want to socialize with those who listen to this show and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's our plugs for the center of the show. Thank you so much for those who have donated. Uh, your value goes into the amount that you can use for your character on the value for value role-playing game, which I could have done a better job explaining in the intro, but that's how it goes. The money you donate to the show gets used by your character on the RPG. I, or humble XM, will possibly not kill you <laughs> as we continue to hunt for the elusive well you'll have to listen to the six of wands to see where we're at for now but uh yeah hunting and hunting and hunting until the next paradigm all right baby let's get back into the show joey jay hey what do you have to say donate at occultfan.com hell yeah buddy thank you donate at occultfan and buy a bad robot daycare Fringe sounds like it has some hyper sigil stuff in there. Ish. There's more. It's a different. I wouldn't jump on board with saying it's hyper sigils, but we can kick back and forth between the two, seeing the relative patterns and themes there without. I think that would be helpful. Yeah, I don't. I don't consider the glyphs. They're called glyphs, by the way. Uh, that fringe used to be any kind of sigils or anything. They were. <clears throat> It was a secret code Easter egg kind of thing for the fans, for the hyper, for the super fans. Super um, fans. Super fans. I don't think it has much more significance than that. Nah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. No, you know what? Uh, thank you for sending me that. That's cool. That's yeah, the sure. apples have the different slices with the babes inside of them, and the there was a dot in each corner. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And there was a leaf with a alchemical triangle and circle that looks just like a bad robot daycare. And uh, I'm surprised Jerry hasn't said anything about the title of my album yet. Is that? Well, I was going to bring it up when we talked about J.J. Abrams. Remember, I brought up the points to talk about. Yes, I knew you were going to do it. Okay, I knew you were. That's why I said I was surprised. Okay, go ahead. What were no, you going to say? Nothing. Well, I'm just the production company. J.J. Abrams, you know, he he um, he rolled off of uh, Alias, which was a CIA show, to make Fringe. I'm sorry, I can't read that. Hail Harris. Ah, I don't know what that is. You don't know so, what that is? No. Principia Discordia. Don't worry about it. I was just flashing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. No. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, JJ Abrams. So, yeah, he's just an interesting character. I, yeah. you know, 
on the surface, he looks like a CIA injected media person, you know, that um, to bring about, it, it depends on, okay, so I got to roll this back. It depends I hear you. on your view of what the CIA is and what its purpose is. Like, and what predictive programming is and shit too, right? Does that tie into this? Sort of. It could be that, but I mean, you also have to say, and this goes back to your good and evil statement from before, are they, are they releasing information to wake people up to, to upgrade humanity right. in one aspect, or are they just fucking with us? <laughs> you know, there's, there's no way to tell, and you can look at it both ways. Well, that could be all of reality as a joke itself, right? That's yeah. that micro macro. You're right. So yeah. taking it that way, it could be both at the same time on different levels. Whoever's because like I imagine there are people like you and I ostensibly who want to try to do some good. And then that can along the way, people can do things. Right. But OK, so look at it this way. <clears throat> I would say a majority of people who watch Fringe just enjoyed it for the entertainment. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's what it's there for. Right. But for 10, 20% of us, it expanded our minds. It expanded sure. our consciousness. We thought more about what a parallel reality would be like. You know, and we envisioned that. We. This is another aspect of it. Was that show built that way? To build a world? For us to manifest that alternate dimension. Only if it only if we get to be universe A, because when they pull the Futurama <laughs> boxes through, I don't want us to have that weird ass gold bender here. Yeah, I don't want any fucking amber on me. That's for sure. Oh, my God, dude, that was such a clever way they had. So one of the climaxes of that show, because this is the life I lead, takes place outside of my apartment. Like right. the whole thing takes place around Boston and Harvard, right? Yeah. Well, you have In no basement. Idea. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> but you have no idea. Like some weird things have been coming to light. Weird new shit's been coming to light, dude, for like, <laughs> like I'm remembering things and that's all I'm going to say right now. Yeah. I'm going to say, Joey, when you talk about like the mind control aspects that are seen in Invisibles, like what's that? Like we have like everything key 17, which is like to the glossolalia language thing that uh, Joni uses. I think it is. No, not Joni. Uh, the Helga. No. What's the Swiss chick at the end? I'm not sure. Ah, you know, anyways, so the, uh, Birdie would know. Ing, probably Inga, if it's Swiss. There you go. Um, as long as it's not Christine Lagarde, who just gave her seven speech seven years ago the other day. That was a weird thing that uh, kind of came around. Um, I don't know, man. We just let this fake guy be president for the past four years so that everyone think that it was a resistance, but he was just there to see who would raise their voices. So now we can hammer down everyone who raised their voices. No, he no, was no. Never, he I'm was just, the problem. That's the joke. Do you, have you ever seen the uh, Toby Keith the music video from 2011? No. Okay, so here's the point. It hoists three people on the sh It's 2011. It hoists George Bush on the shoulders, Toby Keith, and then it hosts uh, Obama. And then 2011. <laughs> well, he'd been talking about running back then, so. This, this is more like, you better. It, it, I mean, get it or don't. That's not my I, I get. I understand. No, not you, not you, not you. Listener, no. your listener. No, this isn't pointed at Jerry. Jerry, I'm going to throw this over your head like a basketball. No, just listener, get it or don't. But like, there's some fucking, uh, just think about it. You know, look at the wider patterns. Think Sun Tzu on this shit. Like, 
time to live your authentic life for you, not for a color of an animal's ball sack that's a rip, like a fucking elephant or a donkey, or even something like a turtle if you're a little I don't give a fuck, an owl. Just you're a human being who has a real destiny, and permaculture should be part of it, and you shall use your time to effectively learn how to homestead if you're listening to this. So there's other things like using the imaginative capacities that are used to maybe brainwash and manifest a other parallel dimension that's more transhumanism than we would actually want for our own consciousnesses. Because when you have that amount of metals, it drags your consciousness down. And that is a filtration of light that is hellish. There's some fucking straight up occult shit right here. I'm telling you, that's how your feelings will feel if you go into that kind of living. You will be weighed down and your spirit will be in hell. Anyways, here's Tom with the weather. Uh, Joey, what do you think about that I idea? I don't even think it's. No, let, let's um, let's Joey go first and then I'll, yeah, um, I'll let you go. Thank you, Jerry. So what are we talking about? Plugging into the matrix? Or... Yes, sir. Basically that <laughs> using mind control to guide people down that path. What was that? That wasn't part of French. Was that part of the invisibles? That wasn't part of fringe. Well, what you were saying by getting people to da, 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 what you were saying by getting people to believe in an alternate reality like that manifest, to manifest it. Yeah, yeah, so that's how it's related. Okay. okay. So Joey, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the way things are going, definitely heading that way. You know, you can you can't like go see your friends, but you can see them on Zoom. You know, that's the same thing. You know, or whatever. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of my uh, ultimate, uh, you know, quote unquote conspiracies is the lulling of society into digital form. Yeah, I, I know people at like, you know, people on the Internet like to make conspiracies. And, you know, in my past few years, I've, d I've done certain things with my life and exposed myself to things that people usually just freak out about on the Internet. I know people who have such you would not believe, but they also share concerns about humanity's soul with regard to the machine and robots. Okay, so this is not just like plebeian or conspiracy or even mainstream. This is like humanity. Simple. The end. And well, I remain, I, I'll say this, remain free. Go ahead, Jerry. No, yeah, stay human for sure. But my, my overall view of what the transhumanism movement is is a long-term program to create vessels in which the oh, yeah. entities that control society yep. can inhabit. Yeah, no, uh, star demon type, whatever the fuck it is, right? Yeah, archons, call them archons. Sure, no, no, no yeah, invisibles. Oh, but this is perfect. They do this in the invisibles. Oh, really? That, is that not correct? Colonel Friday, for example, Joey, in Black Science? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, turning the world into a machine so nothing means anything. So, right. I think it was Heinlein who uh, proposed in, I forget which book it was. I apologize, but no worries, dude. Thank talked you. about how he felt that large enough complex electrical systems could house a consciousness. Yeah. And you want, just, oh, you know, that's transhumanism is just that taken to the, to the extreme. Um, and then you have quantum computing, so you can forget that you were in the computer itself. What? what? No, I gotta, I gotta right tell now. you this. I and JJ, here's the divine feedback. JJ and I were going to walk some doggos and uh, we found one of those um, freaking leave a book, take a book, public library dealies. Fucking dude. 
I should go get them. But one of them was a Robert Heinlein book. The number and Joey, 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 you know this especially, Joey. It was called The Number of the Beast Six Six Six. Was the book that I found by Robert Heinlein, and then with it was Kill the Composer by Lemony Snicket with music by Nathan something. And then it had like the street that I grew up on on the cover too. So you found, you found this in one of the take a book, leave a book libraries. That's awesome because I, I, you know, that's one of the things that I was would do is use those to launch sigils and you know. know put maybe an occult book in there here and there. It's weird how it comes around, but like the composer thing, and I released a bad robot daycare, which as you know, Jerry could probably do it better than me, but it's robot or something like that it's like a cute little red robot that runs at the screen yeah it's it's jj abrams kids oh is that what that is yeah man they should do some no agenda stuff that'd be good to have jj abrams and no agenda hookup i would like that well I, i'm you know what's interesting too is that he went on for fringe and I, for, I forgot what he did in the meantime he did cloverfield yep and star wars is star trek yes and then star wars so he's got his grubby little fingers in all of our tropes that, yes, he does. that built our sci-fi. You got to look at it this way, that our, and this gets back to the whole space thing that you mentioned before, our whole con- concept, our conceptual virtual view, whatever you want to call it, our mind's eye view of space is built on Star Wars, Star Trek. Babylon 5, Farscape, Stargate Universe. Lost in space. Lost in space. Yeah, the space programming started a long time ago. Yeah, absolutely. And we've, you know, this is one of the things I I think about, you know, when when I I think about space. Have we manifested space to be that, you know? Or no one can hear you scream, so it's all about fear. Well, that's, that's the whole alien thing. But that's it, though. I think that's more of a control mechanism. So you're saying versus the topography versus the scary demons that populate the topography? Yeah. Think of it like this, that uh, you play World of Warcraft. You played virtual games, right, where the world expands. There's a fog of war. And until you explore it, it doesn't, you know, you can't see what's there. Most Zeldas do that. What? I'm sorry. Just most Zeldas do that. Yeah. Almost every game does where you have to explore. And I would, I would... I would put out there that space was like that until these shows came out and our consciousness expanded it and lifted the fog of war in space around us. Yeah, I hear you. We could, we, I think it's still malleable. I think we can still always change. I think it's completely virtual and not try out. You can't traverse through it. I think it's just a hologram. So there's a certain point where we cannot function at this ratio of vibration it Correct. just ceases to molecularly yeah. it no longer contains the appropriate radiation electrical charge to maintain the integrity of the soul in the body Th- that's one, that's literally that, what it is that's the physical aspects of it but i really i really think that space is more a, a projection of consciousness mm-hmm. it's it's the the, the universal consciousness in 3d form because we are in 3d form and it's the only way that we can comprehend the vastness of consciousness it could be so, very well so I, I i hear what you're saying i've had similar i don't know it's like a whole yeah i don't know either it's that's just kind of where i'm at right now yeah i mean no, it kind of kind of aligns with um uh pacific islander stuff 
about the dreaming in space kind of in our words being like the subconscious yeah. or the unconscious i mean yeah that's a great point oh um random interjection of fun things jj got me these uh rune dice you made me think rune of rune dice. soup i think you made me think of gordon by saying the aboriginal dreaming because we took that course to uh well if you've taken rune soup yeah but rune dice they're rune made dice. of um labradorite she's gonna make fun of me if i get it wrong labradorite well, she's the rock star jeweler. I'm the guy who wears the jewelry. Look, yeah, but can can you make rune can you make rune soup out of rune dice? I mean, I think it's like you're supposed to do that, right? That's the only way to do it. It's like stone soup. But it is. It's it's what it is. Um, so look at the Twin Peaks ring that I have. JJ got me that for Christmas. What's the stone? It's gosh, I like to joke and say it's formica, like the table and the thing. I don't know. I keep some people keep telling me what it is and I keep forgetting because I, I have that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to. Cool. I, have, I have the exact same ring, but with it in garnet, no engraving, but did you? Same shape. Oh, okay. Well, cool, man. Um, maybe you're on the, the dark lodge. Joey's here to witness our battle tonight. So let's rock. <laughs> I'm not a Twin Peaks dude. I've never, I mean, I watched it when it was yeah. on. I have no recollection of it. It was just too, too weird. Jerry, what year are you born in? Can I please ask that? Is 65. That okay okay so you're a year older than chris knowles yeah yeah that's weird and miguel connor's two years younger than knowles so you're three years older than miguel yeah but we're all around the same age yeah for sure you're the same generation Nish is six years younger than me okay five, five or six i wouldn't go i'm not going to talk about any ladies ages right now because yeah. i want i want to live in the hologram a little longer <laughs> I just want to be here a little longer with my eyes intact and not. I already have my brush with death, so I'm. I'm All right, that's right, dude. Actually, um, you have two people here who I'm pretty sure we both. uh, Anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. Enough of that. Thank you. Enough of that. Enough. No worries. No worries. Just what it is. Funny how it's funny how it happens to be. Mm -hmm. Um. Anywho, let me roll some uh roll some bones here, and uh, I'm gonna only roll three. She got me a set of four, so uh, I don't know how to do this. You know what it is. So that's a six by four, which is 24 that takes out the missing individual one, but you're only supposed to read three in a row. So I'm going to discard the fourth, but however, you cannot do this without rolling all of them or else you're not going to get an accurate an accurate picture. So the one that's on the most furthest to my left will be the one that I discard and the rest will be taken in. So that's the one that I've discarded or I haven't even looked at it. So, Joey, um, you see that there's a theme that's building tonight. And while we we're kind of um, waiting for me to decipher these runes here, um, I think that it's really worth our looking at how Fear Inoculum by Tool is such a powerful hyper sigil as an album to bring in the music aspect of this. Released August 30th, 2019. It's the fifth album by Tool, Fear Inoculum. And it's obviously such a profound alchemical sounding topic. And of course, ultimately, they're talking about either light or dark, right? There we go, which is fear inoculum and fear versus the love aspect. And so what we have is them having a expose on. I mean, this is before we had anything to do with wearing face, facial, getting facials, getting your face covered by facials or having diapers. Face, well, I call them cuck masks. Like, no, nah, I, I really, if, fine too. if you wear, if you wear a mask, you're separate from, you're watching life. You're watching life from the corner, jerk, wanking off from the little corner of your fucking house. You're so, muzzled. 
Huh? No, I mean, like, I really, I did a lot of good magic, like fucking, like uh, equivocating the two. So the basic idea is that you're cheating yourself from life or you're letting other people just have all and you get life's like sloppy 18th or whatever. <laughs> you know, you get sloppy COVID-19. And if you look at this movie called Nate and Hayes, because I am a magical being, there's no fucking doubt about this. You look at this movie with Tommy Lee fucking Men in Black Jones and he says directly at the screen, breaking the fourth wall, which is always a sign. Forget the Rona. Tommy Lee fucking Jones, dude. Anyways, this is something that you have to look at through yourself. But Fear Inoculum says, you don't want to breathe the light of the others. Tonight, before I did this to get myself amped up, I list, I watched Tool's first two concerts. One, they both take place in Libra and uh, fucking other Venus, Taurus. So they utilized Libra. It's 10-7, 17, star. And so anyways, yada, yada. When they say, ultimately, these motherfucking magicians tell us, you don't want to breathe the light of the other, says the deceiver. They're talking about faux, F you know, faux, fake, faux, faux cheese, brother. Like the moon, like fake, like lunacy. There's a lunatic out there with a faux chi name. And he's trying to tell you some lies. So you act unnaturally. And he is the deceiver. So the deceiver says, you do not want to breathe the light of the others. That is clear speak for not just metaphysical breath, but when you commune, when you conspire, when you are not on Zoom, but in the actual presence of the holy fire of the energetic vortex that's created by people in a church or whatever, just a good community, have a fucking good barbecue, whatever, a party, fucking good human interactions where you are part of something, you feel connected to God naturally, not a condom that's a cardinal or a bishop or a priest, because that's a condom over your spiritual dick so take the condom off and have sex with god this is probably the weirdest thing i've said all night but it's good um joey what do you think about the act of creating like directly and like how like powerful when you try to tell a truth like tool did with like fear inoculum or invisibles or even fringe whether it's a good truth or a bad truth it's still trying to reality manipulate and it takes the form of what appears to be truth because it manifests what do you think about um a topic that we could use to teach people or just like a, a technique that you use to make this happen in your life. That's what I want to ask you right now. Uh, well, I mean, meditation for sure, but not necessarily, you can sit and do it, but like just if you're at work or whatever, just sorry to pay attention to all the little things going around you. And there's start, there's always a flow that, you know, sh shows up. That's insightful. That's good. Joe, uh, Jerry, I'll ask you the same question. What have you found to be effective to helping you kind of like make the day bend towards your way? Definitely, I can get into my work and get into a zone, the zone. Uh, painting is another way. Um, I turned wood. That's yes. a great way to just, the key is to zone out and to focus on what you're doing. And the more you use your hands and the more, for me, that yeah. you act in a creative manner, that helps tune that focus even more. And that, that to me is the best meditation. I can't sit down and like, you know, not think about anything for four hours. I can't do that. I know people who do. And, well, I know people who do. And, you know, they claim it's, you know, the godly thing to do. I'm... I think it's a waste of time, to be honest. 
Well, Gurdjieff, to what you're saying, Dan Wise, Dark Journalist, appreciates this. So we have um, Gigi, Miguel, yep. Dark Journalist. Hi, Big Sis. We uh, have like a love for this idea that Gurdjieff has is doing the work. Just you have to be in the world. You came here to be in the world. Mm -hmm. Even if you can be a godly big spirit and like think about all the, you know, maybe you're doing some influence on a higher level. That's quite possible. Mm -hmm. I don't have any problem with that. If you are for four hours sitting there, you're probably the minority report level bodhisattva people. And I have no right to criticize you because I am not at that level. That's like a pawn trying to jump up at a night. No, I'm not going to say that. At the same time, respect. And uh, at the same time, no, I like from my personal Nate Nate life, I like to work. I like to be physical. I like to like every once in a while, I'll just like carry like ridiculous amounts of iron on my shoulders from a friend who pays me ridiculously well. And hypothetically, that's all I'll say about that. But um, yeah, man, like it's getting physical and getting really into it. We came here as infinite souls. We didn't come here to fucking pussyfoot, dude. We didn't come here to let some fucking asshole cock our faces with masks. We didn't come here to let other people tell us how diminished we should be. We can do that when we're dead. Yeah, I, I, I do agree. You know, meditating for four hours. In reality, I mean, you might as well just go be a monk and do it all the time because yep. it's there's a certain point where the value diminishes yes. if you're living in a society where you have to, you know, live the human animal or whatever you want to say it. But yeah, I mean... If you're meditating for four hours a day, just go be a monk, dude. <laughs> Joey, you should make t-shirts. Just just go be a monk, dude. That really does have a t-shirt feel to it. I can I put it on a t-shirt and have it in my store tonight. Jerry, I love you, man. Give Joey like 30%. Can we each get 33% of the cut? Joey, is that acceptable? I only got a dollar a shirt, so. Oh, okay. I don't know how this is going to work. <laughs> what, do you, who do you, what do you use to do the shirts? T-Public. There... Oh, cool, man. Oh, okay, is that like? teespring it's like teespring it's a cheaper version that doesn't really give a shit about tax stuff <laughs> okay cool man they send you a paypal every month with like a dollar or two i mean we don't it's not like i'm selling tons of shirts it's like i think i made a hundred bucks in three years so oh i see but you like doing it so it's cool i don't like doing it we wanted to have merch for our show <laughs> shows <laughs> i thought you liked doing it I, I, there are some shirts that i enjoyed making <clears throat> i have this one shirt that says uh What's it say? I can't, it's it's like a it's like an illustration from a book from the fifties. Okay. And there's a guy with his hands up, going, "I can't feel a thing," and you see all these like squiggly lines going through him with arrows. Yeah. And they're talking about like microwaves, invisible waves, and he's like, "I can't feel a thing." I've seen that shirt. I think I've seen your store before, like a, a long a long time ago. I got two shirts. I, Go ahead. Sorry. sorry. No, no, no. I have another one that's. Um, where this is another illustration from an old book where it talks about remote login into a computer is a lot like astral travel. That's pretty funny. It's, <laughs> it's a funny shirt. I got this one that's from um, the No Agenda, uh, a No Agenda creator. And uh, I'm sorry, uh, No Agenda fam, don't know which, which one it is, but it's the uh, COVID-19 world tour. Nice. And it's got, the, pandemic. it's got the media's greatest hits. We're all going to die. It's like 2001 anthrax, 2002 West Nile virus, 2003 was SARS. I mean, uh, we, in the invisibles, they actually have a theme in black science where they go into Dulce, New Mexico into, uh, I guess they combine it with what seems like it's supposed to be area 51, but it's obviously New Mexico Roswell. 
and they try to seek out the AIDS virus there, which uh, brings us right back to Fauci. Or, anyways, I'll have to yeah. like blank that Mr. word out. Mr. Spike Protein. Dude, dude, because the spike proteins, because they're hard surfaces which don't exist in nature. That's the reason they're spike proteins. They have to act. Yeah, because there's a difference between silica. How? Okay, get this. Geometry, geodes, excuse me, accrete. They accrete by a layer, by a layer, by a layer. Okay, like a bone or something. But human cells and living cells, which is different, like in sold cells, actually create extra matter along with every time because they're drawing from the divine. Not all matter comes from the strict three-dimensional realm. You're a fool to think that if you think that. Anyways, I have one more shirt. This is Frater Xavier I, speaking of I magic. I would say they come from the the material comes from the ether, not the well, divine, but whatever. Yeah, but that's just another way of saying potato. I don't disagree. I survived. That's nice. I like yes. that. I su- let me read it to the audience who cannot use their brain power uh, to psychically see my shirt that says, I survived the great toilet paper shortage of 2020. So I have uh, the COVID shirt and then that one. I mean, just kind of have my, my whole thing from 2020 is that I'm learning is the words H and the word, the letters H and letters A. It's just have a sense of fucking humor about it too, but also yeah. still do the divine work, you know? Don't get caught up in the hype. Nah, dude, don't get don't give your that. energy to the fear. That's the that's the key. That's a fear inoculum. That's why fear inoculum talks about that. There's literally in the lyrics of that album. Again, you're talking to the guy who's fucking breaking out and writing the holy gift. So is that Biased. a tool album or something? Yes, sir. Yes, oh, yes. It's the fifth I hate one. Tool. Huh? I hate that band. Yeah, dude, your favorite band. He actually. No, I hate them. All these They're horrible. He has all his whole wall behind him. <laughs> a tool. Po- he has like Maynard's like dildo there. Yeah. My favorite band is ELO. Yellow's cool, man. They got that one song that like I don't know what that is, but it's their big famous one, and I love that song. Is it do you? Do you maybe? Um, yeah, I think it is. Uh, I know Boston better for because they had the spaceship that looked like the ELO spaceship. I always think of the Boston album. It's more than a feeling, dude. No, dude, that's a long time. That was good. All right, that's enough there. That was two, but it was still good. Four play. Okay, three. Three for four play. Now I'm getting convoluted. So here's that ring I was telling you about. Yeah, I saw that. That's beautiful. It's Ruby. Uh, JJ would know what it is. It's It's a garnet. That's January stone, dude. All right. Yo, I used to have a a bloodstone. Bloodstone. But I had it replaced. What are the powers of bloodstone? Do you know? No clue. Oh, yeah. And I never wear this. I don't like wearing jewelry. I wear an amethyst. Yeah. Necklace, that's about it. So what's the amethyst significance for you, dude? Birthstone. Oh yeah, what's your uh sorry, March? February. February. Amethyst February? Mm-hmm. Shit son. What are you February? Like must be twenty twenties, twentieth. You're z- oh, you're two days before Kyle McLaughlin then? Okay. You're a day before David Foster Wallace on two twenty one and da- uh Kyle McLaughlin was born on two two two. And like that other guy, George Washington or whatever. This year, my birthday is going to be on 2-2020. That's true. Well, 2 or 20 Oh, it's always last year. Yeah, dude, I'm this sorry. This year, 2021. Like, right what just happened there, dude? This last year just blew by, man. Yeah. It, like it didn't really exist. Are you um, trying to manifest a different reality or something? <laughs> just... I, think, I think when I got out of the hospital. Oh, yeah. I think I shifted timelines because this, this one that I'm in is fucked up. <laughs> I think they were fucked up before, bro. Not gonna not like this, not, not like this. Well, I wish I had that excuse. It was always fucked up over here. Yeah, Jerry, what do you think? 
Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> pretty fucked up, man. I uh, like uh, I've one one of the people I follow. Yes. Uh, a, a few of them have actually said this that sometime in twenty late twenty nineteen, the the narrative, the plot, the story upon which our reality flows ended and we were left to make our own narrative from now on and if you <laughs> ever since i heard that i've only thought of just like all the crazy shit that's happened since that time yeah seems completely unscripted you know you yeah could be, yeah go ahead no no i just saying it makes sense yeah definitely and it's just too bad that's what people's uh will is you know yeah i don't know if it's yeah yes you're right i agree i agree yeah um, i think i think the way they said it was that the matrix was turned off i forget exactly how they put it the matrix was broken or the whose theory is this jerry i'm trying to remember who I, i've heard it from two different people was it sheridan was it no no okay it, it was um the one i remember most prominently is this guy i don't want to admit that i listened to it but it's interesting uh peter the insider okay He's part of a group called the ACIO, the Alien Contact Intelligent. I don't know, something like that. It's cool. And no, he I don't I don't pull up to, I don't I don't I don't it's not like I believe everything the dude says, but I think there are nuggets of information in everyone's yes. message. I understand that. I have I have attended UFO groups. I understand exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah. There's eighty twenty truth. Right. Yeah. Well, it's more like five ninety-five, but I mean generous <laughs> man. No, it's fine. I I don't know what the number is, but yeah, everyone's got a little bit of nugget of truth. And this yeah. guy has a show with uh, Jessica Morocco, who I really enjoy talking to um, and listening to. And he's, he has some really interesting insight into reality and reality breakdown and um, multiple dimensions, if you will. He calls them uh, alternate contexts of reality. Okay. I understand what he means by that. Yeah. Uh, adjacent realities. Well, they have different laws that kind of feel different color geometry. I don't know how it all works, but I kind of know what I'm saying. My gut tells me that they're separated by a frequency barrier. Like, like we can only see a certain spectrum, right? But maybe people in those dimensions can see the next set of numbers up, you know, it's a hierarchy. Yeah. yeah, But everything's overlaid on top of each other. Yes. Like Photoshop, like Photoshop, they're layers. And, they sometimes blend together. And that's like where Flat you get... World, when they talked about the guy coming down and getting picked up and moved around and stuff like that. Do you know the Do you know the the metaphor? Carl Sagan. Nah, no, it was actually he was ripping it from an old mathematician oh, okay. back in. Uh, Joey, do you remember the mathematician's name? Fournier. Mandelbrot. It's not Mandelbrot. I'll just I'll just name. I know it's like Hawking, Sagan, Spielberg. Damn it! Hawking Hawking was a shill robot. Come on. Well, I was gonna say if we're naming doctors now, we can we can name Gates because now we're not we're naming doctors. Melvin, he's not a fucking doctor. (laughs) How to lie with statistics, Melvin? Sure. The guy who invented the the computer virus is now telling us how to fix human viruses. The guy who got three pies in the face for inventing the human virus. Yeah, the human computer virus. He is a human computer virus. He's a Jesuit computer virus. He's a disgusting piece of shit. A horrible fucking piece of shit. 
Uh, Joey, would you clear to kick him while he's down? <laughs> kick him in the balls. <laughs> he's going to try to kill you anyway, so he might as well verbally abuse him. I hope he gets the stupid vaccine and dies from it. So. My God, he should take all the vaccines first. <laughs> yes, he should. He won't. He's not good. He knows better. No, he's going to get all the saline shots in the world. Let's talk about this stupid vaccine, this uh, mRNA vaccine, which modifies your DNA. CRISPR and shit, dude. We don't really need to touch How? on it too much. You know? How crazy do you have to be to put that shit in your body right now? Oh, literally really, really retarded. But that's how they do like, it. like uh, three or four family members that have had it. My, my dad's got an appointment to get one. I'm like, dude, you are nuts. He's like, what do I care? It's safe. The science, science says it's safe. No, 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 no. Yeah, the, my, all my family is fine with the first shot. My aunt just had a second shot, and she's saying she's having her arm really hurts and having like weakness. And... But you'll have that from a flu shot, too. I mean, that's normal. Well, what the fuck the flu shot was in the first place is problematic when we go down this road. I, I concur. Let's not go into vaccines. No, please. I, that's You brought it up and do it. I said, let's not go there long. I, I'm just, I was just, uh, I'm concerned about. We, we are. The push to vaccinate so many people it's so really quickly. Nuts. And with this experimental drug, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. No, I mean, like, we, we go full woke on this thing where it's just like, this is a blatant piece of shittery. Like, we're talking not just full woke, like, like politics is beneath us when you talked about the level of hierarchies. We're talking like fucking, this is the secret, like, actual language of the birds being spoken here. What I'm saying is that these people do not stand a chance. These people always fuck themselves in the end. Oh, totally. They've already lost. I agree. I'm very not happy yeah, with I mean, Joey's family. Really, Sorry, go ahead, dude. I just yeah, don't want your families to get hurt. Stock, you know, the Democratic Party, it's just going to blow up in their face. It's probably going to wake more people up. Yeah, I'll yeah. to see it. I mean, it's, it's just what it is, dude. It you step over the bounds too far and people start to fucking, it's like the abusive, like, you know, okay, you got like an abusive husband and wife that's like, you know, fucking in proximity, but you kind of ignore it. You kind of ignore it. You kind of ignore it. And then suddenly one day there's that really bad blowout. You just can't ignore it anymore. Well, guess the fuck what? They're the world health abusive organ to fucking suck. They fucking kill themselves, bitches. That's how I'm fucking like doing the 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 fucking Dr. Tran. The anyway. extension of the Chinese Communist Party, you mean? My God, dude. It's a joke, dude. They're talking about actual re-education camps like they aren't the Nazis. Come on, kid. No, Come. well, those people are they're trying to combat fascism, so they're gonna re-educate you in a camp. I know, no, I'm will. trying to combat hunger, so I'm gonna starve you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole inverse reality right now is hilarious. No, it's what it is, dog. It's fucking black magician inversion is what it is. It is. And they're pieces of shit. They can't even do it right. They should have hired my ass if I was DACA, but I'm not because I go for the light and fuck you. You try to hire me. I'm going to spank your face. There you go. No, dude, I'm serious. Like it's um, I've I've got too many um, I've got too many fucking allies that would be pissed off at me anyways. I got a I got a I got a cadre of white light. Uh, Yes, that's right. So, anywho, um, Joey, one of the best things I got to say about The Invisibles is that it brings really magical people into my life, but it also makes me more intuitively interested in the needs of the people that I interact with. And I don't know if you found that, like, reading that book makes you more empathic. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'd say so, because all the layers of personality people have and you're seeing people's exactly. egos break and all that. It's a hard world, dude. It's a hard world, you know. We should be here more for each other is my idea. Just as humans, since we're not out to exploit each other, 
like it's so funny that people talk about all these ideas like capitalist and communist and shit but like what we really want is a world that works where we can live together and not be exploited and not be violated and not be hurt and to feel thriving and to exist in a way that makes our purpose here felt even if it's turning wood bowls or anything like that we still want to create and shit but at the same time the point is is you can't be a bitch about it you have to fight the archons you can't just exist here in this world there's a cost to the being a soul here and part of that is to gnostic your ass up <laughs> wake up and see that if you really want freedom and you're trying to use politics to do it you're a tool and you're never going to get there it's a diminishing return like a little alligator clip in math you know how the alligator mouth goes one way you can't do it that way because the definition of insanity is running into that little alligator mouth and getting caught at that end running back out and trying to do the same thing over again you're never going to get there you have to change the way you see things yeah politics is um there's a two-dimensional control mechanism when you need to be a 3D person. Oh, well put. Is that uh, yours? Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's politics is just it's just a way to control people's minds. I mean, there, there's really yeah. look look at I don't want to get into politics, but I'm going to look at the <laughs> shit that Biden's done in his first two days. He's already pretty World much health work. Yeah, right. He 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 canceled all the shit that that some of which I would think was good for, that Trump did, like getting us out of WHO, taking us out of the Paris Accords, which are yeah. going to... Tr Trump kind of severed the ties with the globalists. Yeah. And so, it, so it appeared in the storyline to right. us. Right, 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 right. Watching the wrestling match. You know, I think Trump was the problem that a solution was prepared for yeah. and the reaction was ready, which yeah. was Biden. You Trump know was he, never, Trump was never president. Like, like I said at the beginning of this, he was there to give the appearance. He, he was there to, to, to pull, he was there to cock the pendulum high enough. So it would swing back far left. Yes, sir. That's what he, that was his purpose. Yes, sir. That's why and he we, was installed. And we who, and I believe in the constitution. I, I really take on the words like dark journalist and Adam Curry and people say, like, I take those things to heart and I still believe in that. I mean, like for what it's worth, America first is not a bad thing to my opinion. And if you no, want to try either. to reeducate me, you're going to end up getting put underground. Look at the, the COVID bill, the omnibus spending bill that, that Trump signed had what's uh, 90 million, 100 or 90 billion. I forget how many billion. It was like 10%, 11% of that bill was for America. The rest was all foreign aid, almost all of it. And uh, I mean, like people don't understand, like as Out above, so below, dollars, yeah. well, as above, so below, like if you don't want a wall on your house to keep the elements out, then that's the same attitude for having a country. It's that simple. When you have a set definition of a closed economic system, allegedly, and having a variation population of adults with willpower, that doesn't mix. You can't do that as a society. Uh, I used to be a card-carrying communist. Do you understand? I used to actually be a member of Socialist Alternative and this other fucking outfit. Fucking International Social... That's what it was, ISO. Man, you know, I have nothing against humans in general. I want us to be able to thrive together. What really gets to you is when the, you see the division from the archons. That's the main picture. If you don't keep that in the frame, you're going to keep getting fucking trapped into a whirlpool. But that's basically the enemy. It's Watiko... It's Archons. Let Joey talk for a minute. I want to, Joey, what do you go? What do you have to say to this? Uh, no, I just want to take a talk about the 100, 180 days UFO disclosure thing that was what? in that bill. 
Yeah, they have 180 days to disclose what they know about UFOs. You hear about that? No, but I don't believe a shit from what I've seen so far in the life hearing these things all the time. Jared, did you hear about that? No, yeah, you're absolutely right. One of the provisions of the omnibus spending bill was to to force the government to release any and all information they have on UFOs within 180 days of it being signed, which is probably three weeks ago. So, which means um, they're going to change the word UFO to UAP and never well, release well, anything. No, 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 what, no. Do you, what do you think is going to happen? Are they going to just nothing? If it if it did happen, do you think that if the <laughs> um, disclosure military has all these aircraft that they built, or disclosure this is your new religion type stuff? Neither. I think they're not going to disclose anything because they don't have anything to disclose. I think some of the shit that they saw, like the the TTT, what was the name of that? Not even worth mentioning. The the Louis Gall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those jokers. The clowns. The clown show. TTSA. The blue chicken. The blue chicken clown show. No, it's different clown show. But no, that's that's those are the blue chickens. They're all related. (laughs) No, dark journalist did a whole takedown of them. Okay. Anyway, the whole TTSA thing, I think, was just a ruse, to a, a grift, if you will. But um, the stuff that they released, that the Navy released, those pictures, I, I'm sure those crafts are owned by someone and driven by someone who's an earthling or at least lives here on the planet. And I am i don't, I could speculate and say, oh, it's Nazis in Antarctica, you know. Uh, it's really, really fascinating you mentioned that. Have you read Dr. Farrell's uh, Saucers and Psyops, that specific book? No. I I don't read. Reading other people's work pollutes my own thinking. So not sure how serious read. you are. I'm 100% serious. I don't read anybody's books. Like, I, I feel that it. way about certain things myself, but then I've learned that I'm like, shit, when I read, like, I evolve. So it's, I feel you, though. Yeah, but I, I know. stopped reading New years ago. I know how you feel. Okay, well, Dr. Farrell just talks about uh, saucer psyops and stuff like that. And uh, I'm familiar with his work and that yeah. aspect of it, the whole Fourth Reich thing. Yeah, I'd encourage people to uh, look at that saucer psyops uh, UFO book specifically. I'll put it in the um, show notes because uh, obviously you'll discover soon enough. So but yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I those things appear to be real. I don't. I, I just doubt that. I mean, there could be some secret offshoot of the U.S. military that's developing that stuff. Is it alien crafts? No. Does it appear alien to people who don't know better? Of course. Are they going to call it alien? Yeah. yeah. People see lights in the sky and they go, oh, it's here's one big thing with the UFO UAP. One of the problems I have with it is that people conflate UFO slash UAP with aliens. Right. When a light in the sky, there's absolutely no evidence that that thing is from anywhere else but on the planet. It could be heat lighting. Um, even I've seen I've seen orbs myself. I don't know what they are. Uh, yeah, no, I've seen two UFOs both on Easter. You know how Easter changes day from March to April? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of fucking weird that it was on March 1 and then April in the next year. Same Maybe, thing, yeah. same time of day, same thing. But I mean, your first thought wasn't, oh my God, it's from another planet. I mean, no, I, no, I know. That's better. the programming. That's it's the fairy... What, Okay, you want to hear what an occultist thinks? You want to hear what this crazy motherfucker thought? Fairy lights. It's the fairy people. Mm. It's the fucking other world coming through. It's like a a mini aurora borealis of a sort, but more localized in consciousness. It's those layers coalescing. It's a little bit of like way beyond my ability to interpret, but like it's something that feels (laughs) like an Alice in Wonderland feeling. And, uh, you know, holy in a way. It lets me know that like I'm on some kind of divine path in a way. 
it makes me curious about what's actually going on with like the e-study people. What do you say now? The e-study, this, um, Oh, SETI. E-study, e-study, the Stephen Grishet. Oh. Not him specifically. He's another grifter shill, but I'm just saying what he's doing. Cause you know, Graham, right? From Um, America. Oh yeah. 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 Darren Graham. Okay. Darren Graham. So Graham is actually a practitioner of the e-study protocols. Huh. And has gotten results from it. And I don't know where he's at now, but like two years ago, he was like way into it. Okay. Interesting. He's told me, you know, and I, I trust him. Sure. Tell me the truth that it works and that he's man, you know, he's made contact with these things. Sure. I personally think there's some kind of demons. Gigi would think that it's false astral creatures that he's dealing with that are giving him fucking info. And I I, trust her a lot. I agree that I I just, I generalize that as quote unquote demons. No, 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 no. I'm not disagree. Yeah. We're no, we are. Yeah. I think we're saying that it's ultimately the same. Yeah. Uh, Mogwai, the band, the post-rock band Mogwai, which is, that's Chinese for demon, like, you know, the gremlins, demon, Satan, Mogwai fear Satan. They had this called Angels versus Aliens was the name Mm -hmm. of one of their singles. So is Mm -hmm. it Angels? Is it Angels? You know, and then I'll say this, Tools Anima artwork is some of the most occult fucking shit. It has that weird, like, everyone needs to look at that. They have a blue guy wielding what looks to be a, a gardening implement is what I'll say. It looks like he's wielding. All right. And then there's also angels and there's like an eye that rolls and has different pupils. One of the things on there is a sigil for a demon in the go. I think it's a goetic demon named like, um, oh gosh, I don't want to say the wrong name right now, but I was sent a book from Aaron Lambda Lambda, and he did the grimoire of the red dragon and it arrived today like a few days after I actually got the physical vinyl copy of Anima with this weird goetic sigil in it. Same day I got the entire Zohar, like the literal entire 23 books of the actual key, like the Hebrew center, the Hebrew center, leather bound. Someone just gave me thousands of dollars worth of books the other day. All the Manly P. Halsta, oh my God. No, so Libra, I have this weird thing. Jerry knows I'm born on the equinox. Joey knows I'm born on the equinox. I'm born on the literal freaking equinox. That's a rare, note that it's rare, Jerry, but it's it's a rare thing-ish. And I get the most good luck with books being sent to me, these freaking special editions of books. I'm getting a sense that someone listening to this is going to send me a book right now. I'm getting this weird, like, stabbing pain. So... It's it's uh but that's how you know. Anyway, so um we'll find out during a later episode what it was. I want to give credit to the literary uh, aspects that flow into my name. Part of this is an indicator. I'm born on such a literary fortuitous day. I'm born on Hobbit Day in the year of our Lord Orwell, 1984 on September 22nd. Those are both literary tropes if you ever knew them to be. Tolkien and Orwell, right? Uh, what's his name? Eric Blair. Did you see how USA Today came out and uh, tried to spin it that we're using the word Orwellian wrong? Oh, God, that's the best thing I've ever heard. I, I know, I know. It's like it's like double, what is it, plus, double plus? Double plus double, good. Double, double plus good. Double plus good. <coughs> Jesus, it was, man. It was hilarious. These people are fucking jokes. They deserve to be dismantled, like, erotically. And I'm talking about using humor. That's I can't use violence like I'm such a passionate guy and like I have Mars on my public face of the Medheaven. So it's very easy for me to be seen as like Martian 
And I get that. It's fair. Look at me. I'm like basically yelling at you. I'm not trying to. I'm just exuberant. And the people who are like can get hit by that. And it feels like aggression when it's not. So basically what I have to do is like use my Martian stuff to attack with humor what deserves to be destroyed. Therefore, I'm serving still being Martian, but using it for a better purpose. That doesn't hurt the wrong people. I completely agree. Humor is the number one thing that can dissolve bad spirits. It's the laugh in their face and they'll go away. It's Wetiko Killer. What did they show in um, My Neighbor Totoro? Remember what they do to get rid of the little spirits? They clap and they make loud noises and they laugh. Yeah. You're raising the vibration. So the negative, you're smoking the shit out using uh, sage and shit. Well, sage can attract other things. So. like what dude i've never heard this yeah it can it, if you sage if you sage a house thoroughly and properly you can clear protective protective spirits and allow other things to get in oh you're saying yeah. it's like a, a nuclear bomb instead of just a, yeah yeah okay i didn't think about that yeah when people do house clearings they can clear like protective spirits away it's not good sorry joe no yeah for sure and same with um you know, I guess interest in my opinion, but even like uh, something like the LDRP, like banishing oh, yeah. rituals. Just, yep, you're gonna nuclear bomb that place, and there might it might have been your great grandma, you know, trying to help you or some shit, you know, <laughs> or or a dragon. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I wanted to let you guys know that I um drew the three runes that were the um it's the oh, yeah. one that's known as the uh i'm not going to try to say the futh art correctly to because it's the thp kind of ta, but it's thorn and it's this troll or tor so we got the thorn one and it's uh as you can kind of see the beautiful labrador right there i know the listener can't see it but jerry and joey could possibly see it and that's the thor uh thorn one and then we got i get this one in the second position almost like every single time for some reason it's really interesting, and that's the um, Pertho or Pear, which is hidden or game, and a cult fan hidden is kind of something really duh. But I get this a lot in the second position, and that's odd. That's just too random, or not, as we know. In the final positioning for this one, these beautiful dice with these golden things, JJ got me to match the Twin Peaks room. I, you can see the Zoom meeting. That's funny. That's almost like the hook decks. Yes, it is like the hook decks, and it's called N, so it's a uh, need or night and not. So this seems to mean that there's a thorn game and night. So I don't know. We'll see. But there's ways for people to interpret that. And um, if anyone is listening, wants to interpret those and uh, send in some cool interpretations, we might just read them on the next show. Um, Let's see here. You should roll dice and have people remote view what they are and don't tell them. Ooh. Okay, well, you know, we'll see how we can advance. Uh, it's a slow starting show, but we can do that in the future and give you credit when it happens later. Have you, you've heard Adam, you know, Adam Loyal, right? Okay. Uh, he's got a show called Cat in the Box. It's all about remote viewing podcasts. It's pretty interesting. Well, there's a good chance. There's a 50-50 chance I might listen. So we'll see. Speaking of Futurama and uh, using Minority Report and Philip K. Dick and stuff like that. Um, one of the main things that we're doing tonight basically is using Fear Inoculum and Fringe and the Invisibles to kind of upgrade the consciousness of the listener. And I guess like one of the main things is to like, Jerry said, don't be afraid. And that's like a key thing is fear fucks you up, dude. It makes you such an idiot and it makes you a pawn. It freezes your assets spiritually and allows something else to take control of you. 
Yeah, Jerry, fear, go ahead. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the mind killer. Frank Herbert and then David Lynch. It's so funny to see how many people are sensitive and love such things as Twin Peaks, like really miss the lessons that Lynch is trying to teach. Courage. Don't ask for an easy life. Ask for courage to deal with it. Don't tell other people how to be. Fix your ability to have compassion for their lack of insight. Oh, don't make other people wear clothing when you can just go somewhere else. Right. But also remember that nobody is going to give you that courage. Nobody can. It's going to come from within. Yes, yes, yes. Which you're manifesting through the universe, through the ether. We like to see people also. I like to talk about the divine, as you would say. I like to talk about initiation in our culture because I think that was one thing. You've seen a radical change in me in a few years. I, I have very much so. And I, I like this version much better. I was a fucking piece of trash earlier. What? Nah, you were just a drunk. What, no, when, I was not just a drunk. I was a very dangerous psychotic drunk. Okay. I didn't know you that well then. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know me that well. You didn't see me outside your windows breathing. That was me. <laughs> no, I, you brought up a good point and I just forgot it. God damn. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, no. I brought up Philip K. Dick and minority. Report. No, 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 no. Closer to the end of this conversation. It was about, um, well, I used to be a drunk, and then no, now before I'm not. that, no, don't Damn worry, it. don't don't think about it; it'll come back to you. Well, it was it was kind of the point I was making. Oh, initiation! Ah, initiation. <clears throat> Ta-da. Was kind of the point I was making with that the function of the quote unquote CIA and their involvement in media, yeah. and what are they doing? Are they yeah. are they hurting or harming? And when I meant, I'm uh, sorry, are they are they up? I I use the term upgrade. Are they upgrading us or awakening us or whatever? I want to change that to be initiate. Are were they, are they initiating us into something, or are they, you know, not? So that that could be one way to look at that good versus evil uh, dichotomy of the CIA. Truth Stream Revolution or whatever the Truth Stream Truth Media. Truth Stream Media did that. Uh, Dick, what are they called? The Dykes, Aaron and Melissa did that video. Are you are being initiated back yeah, I saw in? That. Yeah. With the when the mask thing started up, right? They were so on top of that. You know, a lot of people bring up the I don't think that the masks are any kind of initiation. You think it's more about just social control and deadening yeah. the uh what I saw? What I saw was two things. Let me say what I saw. This is my insight. Deadening immediately deadening emotivity by chopping off half the face. But also, speaking of Minority Report, remember when he goes into the mall and how they identify him is by his eyeballs. Yep. yep. So what I've noticed is that when I'm trying to fuck with my facial recognition on my phone, this will really send it into fucking tizzy. So covering, and what I'm doing, for ladies and gentlemen, is covering my mouth. So what they're doing also is training all of the optics to fucking yes. have finer and finer perceptivity, which this. draws us into consciously into the silicate level of it. It descends our consciousness in doing so. I, I don't think, <clears throat> I don't like the, I, okay. I think there are multiple facets of what's going on occurring at the same time yeah of course you know that ai the ai the ai facial recognition getting better because we're masked is one facet of this i i think the core of it which is the net of it not necessarily the point of it is that it's disconnecting people from each other your heart generates a magnetic field which stretches out 
six feet from you essentially <laughs> people call it your aura whatever essentially you have to keep six feet away from people you're not connecting and information is exchanged in that field you may not know it it is but you can pick up ideas and shit from people just by being near them it yeah just you can happens. feel it you, you, you people can, know that yeah like right right, right. so people thin right and then to put a mask on them prohibit they'll, they'll feel uncomfortable speaking with that on so they'll be they won't speak their mind as much so you've got people who are who are spiritually disconnected, yes. who will not speak out. It's just a disconnection of humanity. And then putting us all online and stuck at home in a virtual world, it's it's uh, spiritually debilitating and soul crushing. It's extremely dangerous. Yeah. And it's um it's not a direction that humanity can actually survive in no. uh, in the state. It's it's no. absolutely it's got to change. Well, I think the information's coming out now that the the PCR tests are wrong. It's no agenda up. has been such a lifesaver, honestly. Yeah, like yeah. I tell people, do not listen to my show until you've listened to No Agenda and MoFax. I like people to be educated. And I even say Nox Mente and Aeon Bite is part of that. I don't care if you come to my show right away. I want the right people to come to the show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not everyone, the right ones. Right. Because the wrong ones won't listen. Well, the wrong ones aren't going to have the right morphogenetic impact. <laughs> I'm delegating. It. They won't get it. This is literally yeah. delegation. Um, yeah, no. So, so yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's the core of what's Fucking going oh, wow. on there. And Man, I don't think like, uh, okay. So I'm like, here's the thing, the whole six feet away and the masks yeah. and all that. Yeah. We're imposed by humans, but the idea of doing that on a global scale did not come from humans. No. It came from this overarching energy that controls that echelon of people. I wonder how Cthulhu is connected to the Archons, but let Joey let Joey jump in for a second to say that about the um the what with a control mechanism we were talking about, what uh Jerry was starting to get into. We have a really that's basically what the Invisibles is about ultimately, right? The outer church and stuff, Joey. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also all the levels in between. Yeah. yeah, say some stuff about the like use the Invisibles plot line to flesh out what Jerry has been saying here about the disconnection of humanity from their spirit. Steiner in 1917 had the idea that he said that they would try to inoculate us against interiority or our aspect of spirituality or our ability to talk with ourselves, i.e., talk with God. Okay, hold throw, on. Jerry's got I just something throw else. One thing into well, it just made me think about what's what it really means is they've taken away our magic. Yes, well, that's also that. The war on dreaming, Gordon White calls it. Um, Joey, what do you got from the Invisibles for us? Thank you. No, Jerry, they're trying to fucking neuter our magic. That's true. He's right. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wanted to. That's a good point. Uh, and yeah, your dreams and um, your own having your own thoughts. <laughs> and uh, I mean, right with first few uh, pages of the Invisibles when they uh, Dane, you know, commits a, a offense, criminal offense, and then so they decide to send him to this academy. And I mean, lobotomies aside, you know, yeah. the kids are playing this game, and all that's on their cards is just zeros and ones. You know, yeah. yes or no. There's no thought. You know, you're not thinking about your decisions. You're not making them your own. You can't yeah. be creative. There's no creativity left. Yep. When you're like when when you when you're like that, there's no ability to be creative. You can't think laterally. This is what tool warns against. They say think for yourself. They use those quotes from like Timothy Leary and Bill Hicks and 
mock the end. Um, and like even the medical establishment is just some asshole with a coat on telling you how to fucking feed yourself when you really need to like learn and remember that laughter is the best medicine. But I was um, I was trying to hope that you would say a little bit about the plot of like, say, um, something from like the outer church or like um, one of the like the language that Quimper uses or something like the language of control. Joey, t t take us there for a little bit, like ex like use some character examples so we can say these are the people that you need to. Um, well, I'm not an Invisibles expert. I mean, I'm reading it you know, for the third time or whatever. And... I'm not an expert, just third time <laughs> through. Well, I mean, it's if you, anyone's read The Invisible, it's just so fucking dense. Just yeah. everything, you know, it's it's kind of psychotic, like chaotic, but I mean, every time you read it, there's new stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, so the outer, outer church, okay, archons, they um, don't have the ability to create or think for themselves. They can only run exactly. the program that they've had, you know, and so there's jealousy in there maybe too, but yes. uh, yep. Uh, it's it like the Borg. Yeah, for sure. And that's what people wear in the mask is to just, okay, be one of the Borg. How do you not see? I, I'm sorry. How did I not see? That? How did I not see that? My dumbass didn't notice that till right. But everyone's like, "Yep, that's holy fuck." That dude, these fucking people, man, they're not people. They are infected by the control. That's what I was. I think Joey, I was trying to like make that picture clear. You know, like they're infected by the control, and that's what they want. They would sell their own mothers just for a little bit of power. Yeah, and you know, people not wanting to. They want to submit because they don't want to put in the work being a person and having their own ideas. You know, please, senpai, tell me what you want me to do so well, I don't have to do it myself. If I may bring it to Tool, even like back in the original, like I tonight watched the first Tool Tool concerts, they didn't sing opiate, but opiates that they when you look for a tool album they give you like the major theme like jerry mentioned about the fringe does that that's an occult thing to give like a overarching like tarot meaning to it opiate was literally like talking about fucking the socialist kind of like marx thing there but uh, you know whatever society connections that individual had uh talking about choices always were a problem for you what you need is someone strong to guide you like me and he's talking about opiate which is religion's the opiate of the masses but the king the pipe the hierophant and the king or the governor they're both two different puppets playing for the same mechanism so when you're trying to be radically free from your spirit in your spirit sense you know that's a, something that you have to keep in mind. Those are some pillars that you have to be paying attention to as you navigate the ethereal aether waters. <clears throat> the waters above. Yo. No, but um, Joey, um, I really think that like Grant Morrison uh, does such an excellent job of like saying like Quimper talk, like we will make you thank us for breaking you. You know, it's like what? Like, you'll thank us for your submission. You know, it's like, holy fuck, like, this is really that attitude. I've seen the darkness in all of our own shadows when we try to control other people, when you're driving on the highway and you just have that, just not enough compassion, if you know what I'm saying. And we all do it. And I'm like, what I find valuable about my own ass is I'll fucking be honest if I've been a piece of shit about my shit. Like, I don't want to have any issues. I want to change. And that comes from putting it in the light. 
And so what it is, is that like, you know, if we uh, have anger issues, I can see how that is like multiplied and perverted. That's where the control is. That's people who have lost the soul. They have lost the ability to have hope in their own ability to redeem their own behaviors. So they've given over their ability to live to a control mechanism, which will give them like rats a little bit of pleasure until they die because their bodies are batteries. Word. Yeah, I mean, and that, that reminds me of, you know, the division of Black Lodge, White Lodge, or whatever you, you however you want to take it, you know, people treating someone wrong on this, in traffic, you know, that might be because you hold, you know, similar feelings about yourself, or, you know, so what, is your life completely meaningless, are you just dirt, or are you, like, something golden and special, you know? right. No, that's true, man. Like, is is like Einstein said, either nothing's a miracle or everything's a miracle. And Einstein, I'm pretty fucking sure, knew that everything was a miracle. All I'm saying is that, like, you know, Tesla too, like three six nine, man. Look at numbers. That's what I wonder if, like, going back around the circle, the beginning of our conversation this evening about fear, inoculum, fringe, and invisibles. If there was something to the numbers living actually that Tesla would have observed and why he would like think in that weird way, like you almost have to, when you're in another dimension, like Jerry mentioned, you have like a different way of being like maybe Tesla was bringing that here almost, you know what I'm saying? Like a halo of awareness of what numbers and words are. I don't know. I don't know. I like that. We're even talking about it though. So we're simmering down for the end of the evening here. It's been a pleasurable round table of farts and shits and enlightenment all at the same time. So um, do we have any other kind of topics that we want to cover before we finish up for the evening? Jerry, Joey, anyone? No, we, we talked a lot. We said a lot. I'm sleep. I'm, I'm getting the sleep cake here. So it's a lot time of words to words have been spoken. Well, I'll tell you one last thing here today. I was listening to Aeon Bite. And this is how we'll finish the show with another show, because why the hell not? Something magic about that. Seven, 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 seven. And what it is, is that Miguel talked about the angels working with angels. And they did bring up the um, not using the, uh, the, the pentagram, but the hexagram, because the hexagram is more for planetary powers. And you ain't going to wipe out grandma with a planetary power. So that's a cool thing to mention. Um, and tool always goes back to the originality of thinking for yourself, of course, and bringing that there. But um, where was I just going? Shit. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm starting Miguel to show. Huh? Miguel's show. Yeah, the green, the green feather, dude. He fucking, uh, if you guys have listened to his Angels episode, he mentions a green feather. And like, <sighs> I was driving back from JJ and in my guitar bag right behind me. Because JJ and I listened to the first half and I was listening to the other half on my way back. I have a green feather. Like I knew something was going to happen with a feather. Once I heard that, when I started heading back and like half an hour later, 33 minutes later, green feather. I'm like, are you shitting me? And the way I got it relates even more cool to connecting how back this goes to any Besson, uh, Charles Ledbetter, Helena Plavatsky with the theosophy. And that's connects to damn wise and shit because this Tracy Twyman, rest in peace. I love, I love you, Tracy, rest in peace. What it is is that Tracy in Aeon I or Alex Rivera, they wrote the Temple uh, Baphomet Mystery book together, a famous uh, occult book for people who are aware of such things. And, of course, Miguel and I were on there as well, so the four of us. And Tracy began to talk about 
uh, and of course, I do the Six of Swords, and she did the famous thing showing the Six of Swords, uh, Crowley, uh, Frida Harris card being the uh, Rosicrucians, uh, Rosie Cross. So the Six of Swords show, and I'm a Rosicrucian. So that was weird. But the point is this Miguel had Tracy on. Tracy was on with our friends over at RX Only, and she talked with, what's his name? Who does the Jim Egan? So I intro- I was introduced to this man named Jim Egan, who runs the Newport Tower Museum and actually has a camera obscura in his place. So Jim Egan and I met about two weeks before JJ and I got together. This was in, like a year ago. In 2019 March. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. And what happened was when I met Jim, the very first thing that happened after we shook hands and started talking, a green feather blew over to me. And so I got the green feather from Jim, who Tracy, who Miguel, who now back around to today. So that's what we got for today. I think that's a lovely way to wrap up the show. Um, Jerry, do you have anything you want to pimp before we go? Uh, no, I just want to say that story is very plus ultra. <laughs> double plus, the double plus ultra. No, yeah, double plus ultra. Double plus no, ultra, good. Uh, if I want to pimp anything, uh, yeah, check out our show. Um, we have yeah. two shows. Uh, Nish and I have two shows. One's oh, called Max Mente. It's about dreams, consciousness, and we interview other podcasters and interesting people that we find about dreams. And then we have a more general show that's just open-ended topic conversation called The Obelisk. They're both on our channel on YouTube. They're all free. We don't we don't e-bag, but you're welcome to donate. Dude, uh, I went on your show the day I met. I went on The Obelisk the day I met Jim Egan. I got the green feather. Oh, my yeah, yeah. God. No, this is whacked out, dude. This is the circle just completed itself. Yeah, there you go. Oh my God, I was on your show that day. Yeah, it's like Elton John's Circle of Life, you know. No, it's no, it's that's that's really nothing like this at all. <laughs> I, know, I don't. Not that I'm going to pounce on top of you like a lion when I see you for that. I want uh, you to hold me up like a baby Simba. Oh, uh, are you fucking serious? No, you're like seven feet taller than me, dude. I'm six two two twenty. That's Come cute. On. I hold JJ up. That's good enough. I like to lift her up all the she's time. She's tiny, dude. She's fun to pick up. For uh, I'm not gonna go any further than that. Dun, dun, dun. I'm not gonna. <laughs> All right, Joey, save us from ourselves because me and Jerry talking is a dangerous thing. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, heyjoyj.com. That's J A Y. You know, hit me up on there. Uh, tarot reading, pay what you want. Uh, you do great tarot value. readings. Sorry, no, you do great tarot readings. That's uh, yeah. That's about it. Um, okay, well, thank you. Sorry, I'm, I'm like stepping all over your ship, but I'll put all of your information. I'll put the Nox Mente links, I'll put the Obelisk links, and I'll put the Hey Joey J links and um, anything else we figure in the meantime. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here for the pleasurable roundtable that is the Six of Cups. Man, Ricky Martin, man, I was just, oh shit, we're recording. Okay, hey, welcome. Uh, goodbye. Thank you. Pants, still on. Check. All right. Don't, don't have a, don't, don't have a freak out. Everyone just remain calm. The show's over, but there will be more Six of Wands and Six of Discs both coming out on the very fa- very final day of January, both at the same time. So those will be a uh, some uh, getting strictly toasted style. But uh, in the meanwhile, thank you so much for listening to the Six of Cups. We have a very exciting Six of Swords coming out at the beginning on the 6th of February. So until the Six of Wands, thank you so much for listening. God be with you always. And uh, yeah, yeah. God would like to thank you.